Aloha from San Diego, California. Hello my pineapples and happy Aloha Friday. My name is CT McGee and I am the Aloha Guru. My purpose is to help as many people as possible cultivate more love, kindness, and compassion for themselves and for others. Well my pineapples, it has been an incredibly heavy week. In today's podcast I call Take a Walk With Me, I will be presenting two short segments. In the first, I talk about empathy and compassion in the context of the racial tensions and the current climate in America, as well as my personal life experience growing up as a biracial product of war. In the second segment, I talk about the power of choice. So come on back. Welcome back, my pineapples. I'd like to open up with a quote from a speech Martin Luther King Jr. made in 1968 entitled, Other America. Certain conditions continue to exist in our society, which must be condemned as vigorously as we condemn riots. But in the final analysis, a riot is the language of the unheard. And what is it that America has failed to hear? It has failed to hear that the plight of the Negro poor has worsened over the last few years. Welcome to America in 2020 where we have turned the page and opened a new chapter in our history. In less than three months, Americans went from running into their homes for protection to running into stores and streets to loot and set fires and protest. In the first case, Americans feared a new deadly disease. In the second, they were agitated by an old one. Nevertheless, in both cases, Americans blamed a lethal disease for putting lives in danger. Within hours of each other last Saturday, we witnessed both the technological advances in space exploration and the self-destructive behaviors of man. First, we celebrated the entrepreneurial spirit of SpaceX founder Elon Musk for successfully launching astronauts for NASA. His achievement is significant. Not only was it the first time a privately owned spacecraft carried humans into space, but it was also the first time American astronauts launched since the space shuttle program ended in 2011. Musk said this, I think this is something that's particularly important in the United States, but appeals to everyone throughout the world who has within them the spirit of exploration. This is something that I think humanity should be excited about, proud of occurring on this day. Then, within hours of this historical event, the internal rage that's been building for decades broke out and spread like wildfire across our nation. In protest of the deaths of George Floyd and the African Americans at the hands of police before him, cities coast to coast erupted with clashes between police and demonstrators. From New York City and Atlanta to Minneapolis, San Francisco, and San Diego, America began burning in outrage while the rest of the nation watched in horror. Video cameras captured police throwing tear gas at crowds, police cars driving into protesters, citizens looting stores, and fires burning commercial properties and police cars in the middle of the night. As a result, U.S. Customs and Border Protection, the largest federal law enforcement agency, dispatched personnel on Sunday to help state and local authorities in response to these incidents. America, is this us at our finest? How can we continue to advance in technology when we cannot even advance in our relationships with each other? It makes me wonder, how far have we come? as a nation, as a society, and as a species. Perhaps we finally hit our wall. We're not even halfway through 2020 and we're already having a mental breakdown. Clearly people are hurting and they're demanding to be heard. When you don't feel heard, 
How do you normally react? Do you talk louder? What happens when you still don't feel heard? Do you yell? And again, what happens when you still don't feel heard? On Twitter, the King Center shared a video clip of Other America, a famous speech by civil rights leader Martin Luther King Jr. King is known for promoting justice with peaceful calls to action, describing riots as socially destructive. But in this speech, he declares that the economic and social conditions that black Americans experience should be condemned as equally as riots. He adds that riots will continue to occur as long as America continues to ignore the claims of unfair treatment by black Americans, and if they continue to feel as though they've exhausted other avenues to be heard. I'm now going to read a few lines from his speech. Certain conditions continue to exist in our society, which must be condemned as vigorously as we condemn riots. But in the final analysis, a riot is the language of the unheard. And what is it that America has failed to hear? It has failed to hear that the plight of the Negro poor has worsened over the last few years. It has failed to hear that the promises of freedom and justice have not been met. And it has failed to hear that the large segments of white society are more concerned about tranquility and the status quo than about justice, equality, and humanity. And so in a real sense, our nation's summers of riots are caused by our nation's winters of delay. And as long as America postpones justice, we stand in the position of having these recurrences of violence and riots over and over again. Social justice and progress are the absolute guarantors of riot prevention. So my pineapples, what are we failing to hear? Why are we choosing not to listen? How much longer will it take to create the kind of nation King shared in his dreams where, quote, we rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal. King wanted America to stand as the, quote, moral example of the world, and yet the world is watching us set ourselves on fire. At the root of this issue is the failure to understand. Understanding starts with empathy. Until we can walk a mile in another person's shoes, we will never get very far. When we come back, I will share my own life experience. I first learned about empathy and compassion as a biracial child of an interracial marriage. When the Vietnam War ended, my white American father left the Air Force and returned to the United States. It took my Filipino mother several months to build up the courage to leave her homeland and join him. Eventually, with one large suitcase in one hand and my tiny 10-month-old hand in the other, she left the Philippines to pursue the American dream. Just as a fortune teller at a fair once predicted, she left her country for the love of a foreign man and the promise of better opportunities for me. With broken English and a heart full of hope, my mother proudly chose to start life over as an American. After crossing an ocean and 3,000 American miles, we settled in Connecticut, where my American grandparents' employers had transferred their jobs from New York. Grateful for avoiding combat in the two years he served in the military, my father chose to raise his family in what he thought would be a small, peaceful country town. Instead, he spent the first year or more in bar fights most weekends defending my mother. No matter what my father said, angry, bitter residents would accuse him of betraying his country by marrying and bringing home the Viet Cong enemy. A long, costly war that divided America long before my mother and I arrived, my parents became targets for paying for it. My upbringing served as both teacher and student in my journey to understanding empathy and compassion. 
Empathy is defined as the ability to understand and share the feelings of another. Compassion means to have concern for the sufferings or misfortune of others. Having learned both from a very young age, I grew up rooting for the underdog. After all, that's who we were, so that's who I identified the most with. I learned early on what it feels like to be anxious, afraid, defensive, and inferior. As a result, I also learned how to live in fight-or-flight mode every day. While it's not right to attack others, I can understand the fear, anger, and pain the American people must have felt after sending their sons to slaughter in a war they didn't understand. While my mother was not Vietnamese, seeing my parents together must have triggered their grief. But I also understand my father's pain and his anger for having to defend his choice to marry the woman he loved. My mother was also harassed and bullied at the factory where she worked. Often called a Jap or chink, she would come home angry, muttering, Stupid Americans, I'm Filipino. As a result, my mother raised me to be angry and defensive about her nationality as well. It took a long time before my mother eventually won over her co-workers with her cooking. Apparently, full stomachs eventually helped them see beyond my mother's race. Yet I remained bitter for years about what it took for her to feel welcome. These were the events that created the underlying tensions in my own home growing up. As a result of this experience, I was raised to be ready to fight, react, and defend myself and my two younger brothers. I was always on edge. Thankfully, violence was not a part of my life, but I internalized the fight instead. Feeling like I didn't belong set the stage for an internal struggle with self-identity, self-acceptance, and self-esteem. I fought this battle for decades in my mind, long after the Vietnam War ended. To eradicate the terminal disease of racism, we have to practice empathy. We must start again by re-educating ourselves and learning how to walk in each other's shoes. Musk said, Space exploration is something humanity should be excited about. However, it's hard to teach children to be proud of crossing the Kármán line to explore outer space when we still haven't found a way to erase the line that divides our nation. If we were all to harness the same, quote, spirit of exploration, then we should be just as excited about discovering ways to dismantle the systemic issues that have fostered racism and held our society back for generations. Let empathy be our teacher. It can shed light on the truth. It will show that love weighs less than hate. It will also show that love empowers movement. It moves us forward, lifts us up, and helps us rise. Hate only weighs us down and keeps us from moving forward. It keeps us stuck in old patterns that don't serve our highest good. Finally, empathy teaches us the healing power of compassion. Being kind and gentle can help us all heal from the wounds we've inflicted upon each other. Until we can walk a mile in each other's shoes, no amount of space travel will advance us as a human race. Humanity is lost without love, kindness, compassion, and empathy. With it, we can push more positive vibes into the world and create more peace and harmony for living with each other and nature. But until all Americans understand how it feels to be unfairly treated based on the color of our skin, the shape of our eyes, or even the length of our noses, we will never see how beautiful we can all be to the world and beyond. When you're standing in the darkness, my pineapple, let empathy help you understand. Let compassion help you heal and let love light your way. When we come back, I'm going to talk about the power of choice. Welcome back, my pineapples. I'm now going to talk about the power of choice. 
Since the pandemic began, the roads we've traveled together over the last couple of months have been pretty bumpy. Then Memorial Day weekend brought a much needed break on our road trip to nowhere. Communities slowly started to lift restrictions by allowing some local businesses to reopen. People were excited to dine al fresco for the first time in weeks at their neighborhood bars and restaurants. People were relieved to get fresh haircuts and people were happy to run or walk along the beach again. It was a relaxing weekend that brought back a taste of freedom for many. Then, without warning, the road took a sharp left turn on Memorial Day. This Memorial Day was the most memorable one yet. Not because of town parades, not because of firework shows, and not because of any patriotic celebrations whatsoever. Instead, what made this year's Memorial Day unique was the death of a man named George Floyd. On this day, Floyd lost his life on a street in Minneapolis while pinned to the pavement by three police officers. After almost nine minutes, with an officer's knee pressed to the back of his neck, Floyd took his last breaths. Meanwhile, a fourth cop was standing by, keeping a group of concerned citizens from interfering. But they were able to capture those last moments of Floyd's life on video with their cell phones, and it went viral. Floyd was black, the officer was white, and America saw red. Since this incident, all four officers have been fired with at least one facing homicide and manslaughter charges. Charges against the others are also anticipated. But that was just the beginning. All of a sudden, talk of the coronavirus took a back seat, Floyd's death jumped behind the wheel instead, and America's reaction has been driving media coverage ever since. Over the last few days, both peaceful protests and violent riots have broken out across the country. Stores have been looted, cars have been set on fire, tear gas has been launched into crowds, People have been attacked and injured, and some have even died. Whether a concerned citizen, member of law enforcement, or member of the media, people are outraged. White Americans, Black Americans, all Americans. Now, some cities and counties have had to establish curfews in an attempt to keep their communities safer. So here we go again, imposing restrictions. And here we all are again, feeling suffocated. An essential element in all of this is choice. George Floyd made choices that fateful day. Four police officers also made choices that day. And today you make choices in how you see, perceive, respond, and react to all the events that surround you. You choose your attitude and your actions. Your choices reflect your thoughts and beliefs. They also dictate your destiny. Choices are powerful, so choose your words carefully. Once your words leave your lips, they can never be taken back. Choose your actions wisely. Your actions reflect your character and your moral compass. So remember who you were yesterday, who you are today, and who you want to become tomorrow. Make sure your actions define the character you choose and the direction you want to go. Good choices start with mindfulness. Mindfulness is the practice of being aware of your thoughts, feelings, and bodily sensations in the present moment while calmly acknowledging your surrounding environment. When you practice mindfulness, your thoughts are completely focused on the present moment and not on memories of the past or the possibilities of the future. Practicing mindfulness can help to ensure that your choices align with your goals for creating your best self and your best life. The events surrounding George Floyd's death undoubtedly stirred feelings within you. But remember the choices you make in response to your feelings can also have an effect on others. Therefore, be mindful of your attitudes and actions in the days, weeks, and months ahead. 
As Maya Angelou once said, I've learned that people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. You are in control of your attitudes and actions. They are choices you make daily. You choose what you think and believe as well as what you do next. Therefore, how you choose to act or react to the current state of affairs in America is completely under your control. You also choose how you act and behave moving forward. The power is in your mind, your mouth, and your hands. You have the power of choice, my pineapple. Make choices that move you forward, lift you up, and make you a better person. Until next time, live, love, and lead with aloha, my pineapples. Hello, my pineapples. Please check me out on my other social media platforms. You can find my blog at thealohaguru.com. You can find me on Instagram at thealohaguru or my YouTube channel, The Aloha Guru. And you can also find me on Twitter at guru underscore aloha. I really appreciate you listening and I hope you share aloha wherever you go today. Live, love, and lead with aloha.